2: Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick.
3: Well, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. Hey, we're going to have a fun show today and uh, recap a little bit about what's been going on in the world around you and uh, how some of those things impact you. We've got uh, Attorney Ted Hansen in the uh, studio this morning for our discussion. Morning, Ted. Good
0: morning. Are
3: morning. you as numb and tired as I am?
4: Uh, probably more.
3: Maybe probably more. more, I don't more know, yeah. Why more? Hey, folks. You know, uh, you've been hearing about uh, retire meet. Uh, you know, we've been talking about it for well, actually, months and weeks leading up to the event. Well, it was yesterday i um, at the Westin, downtown Bellevue there. Uh, wow, what a great event it was. This was put on, of course, by our friends at uh, Vestry, their annual uh, big event, Retire Meet, sixth running year. About 400 people showed up yesterday, and uh, we had a morning session, afternoon session. And uh, met a lot of great people out there. We really enjoy meeting all of you that uh, come out to those events and uh, chat with us. And um, we learn from you as well. We, what, you know, we really want to learn about you know what's on your mind, what keeps you awake at night, what do you need to mo- have more information on to make better decisions, and. Um, so we you know we really learn from these things and why it's so great to you know listen and one of the things that uh, was somewhat of a common theme yesterday was really you know we hear a lot about trust and different things like that but in general there is a kind of a, a mystery about trust and we're going to talk about that demystifying trust just a little bit here today and then maybe some of the roles and responsibilities um that um Come about because of a trust, mainly the trust or the trustees and the beneficiaries. And let's dive into a little bit about what those mean and what those are. And uh, then, of course, we want to talk about um, the Secure Act. Um, that um, should be at everyone's right at the forefront of your thinking right now if you have any type of retirement account, an IRA, 401k all of the different types of retirement accounts whether they're roth or traditional the passage of the secure act on january 1st has created an entirely new landscape for our retirement accounts and the value of those accounts that we pass on to our beneficiaries so we want to talk about that and uh, we've been doing a lot of classes on this so far this year and um, Every class has been a sellout, so we'll we'll keep doing the classes until they don't sell out anymore because when they sell out, that says y'all want to get the information. So um, we're going to be back up in Bothell uh, by really popular demand, a lot of requests, uh, back at the Country Inn and Suites uh, coming up on Thursday, March 5th. So just a couple weeks out, Thursday, March 5th, 630 um, that's going to be for the um, Retirement Planning and Secure Act. We're going to talk about the uh, sec- the uh, Safe Harbor Conduit Trust Problems, and we're going to talk about the lack of the stretch. We're going to talk about all the different things. But most importantly, we're going to talk about opportunities to um, deal with the new act and how you should respond to it and what cha- uh, changes or um yeah, what changes you might want to make to your retirement planning because this is going to give us a new way of having to look at the value of our retirement accounts. Well, and, and this
4: is going to impact everybody that has us. We've been hitting this topic pretty hard ever since it came out because I think there's a lot of misinformation about it out there and or there's just not enough information out there. So we're trying to bring Some awareness to the issue. And like Rick said, most people have these retirement accounts, and it will affect every single one of you people that have those at some point in time or another. So that's why we're kind of hitting it.
3: So I will tell you that Ted and I, and um, most of the estate planning attorneys around, but I can certainly tell you we have been uh, researching this and uh, reviewing it. And uh, I would say we're fortunate to be able to review this with some of the top, top people in the entire country. Uh, And when we're dealing with. Retirement plans and IRAs. Um, we've got a you know attorney Natalie Choate that uh, has written a wonderful white paper updating this. She is arguably the leading expert on retirement plans in uh, in the in the legal field and then in the accounting field. Um, of course, we've been uh, working with uh, Bob Keebler out of Wisconsin, who is another expert, and along with all the wealth council and elder council folks that we belong. Um, an organization to and so the collective body that we've been uh, working on not just identifying the the changes in the law everyone's doing that that's the easy part the law changed the hard part is what are you going to do about it what solutions are you and that's what we're going to offer you yeah, and, um, through Gregor can associates and come on out to our Yeah, and, and
4: frankly frankly our community that is the attorneys that deal with this type of stuff have have had just as much inquiry and and confusion as, as perhaps you do about the act. And the reality of the matter is, is that we have the act itself, but we don't have a lot of the detail yet. And I think that's important to understand that until this bill actually gets over to the Treasury Department and they actually put together the nuts and bolts of the machine, we don't know exactly how some of the little nuances are going to work, but we do know enough to kind of advise you that these certain types of changes for sure are going to need to be done. It's just we don't have all the mechanics in place yet.
3: And I think what's so important is to remember is this is a significant change in the retirement planning arena in your IRAs, your qualified retirement plans, it's going to create a new way of looking at it. There's a lot of good things that came out of the act, um, especially for current account holders. It says as we pass these on, they lose their asset protection. That's always been concerning to folks. That's been concerning for folks since the last five, six years when it became obvious that the retirement accounts that our kids are getting are not asset
4: protected. Inherited.
3: Inherited inherited IRAs are not asset protected. And that's caused a lot of grief for folks, and we obviously have good solutions for that. Um, now the whole taxability issue has changed uh, dramatically, and it's going to take some time to get used to for everyone. But what we want to make sure is that you're acting early to provide, you know, to prevent any unintended consequences from an early disability or an early death or maybe you're getting up in your years and it's just, you know, we need to do this. This may change how you make your beneficiaries, who your beneficiaries are, how your beneficiaries might receive the inheritance from your retirement account. So we just need to readdress these things and this is, you know, kind of why we do estate planning. You know, somebody asked me, uh, Ted, the other day, um, well, You know, with all these changes, you know, why, you know, if you do your estate plan and then the law changes, you know, what good was doing it? Well, first off, we never know when the law is going to change. We never know when something may or may not happen to us. So, my philosophy about planning has always been that planning is a process, folks. It's not an event. It's something that we put in place for a relevant period of time under a relevant set of laws. When those circumstances change, You must adapt your plan. This is just like running a business, you know, running your own life, running a business, same thing. And, you know, there's never one set of rules for a business. They change constantly or the competitive environment changes. So we need to just make sure we understand what we're doing, have a good, solid estate plan put in place. And one of the things that I stress so oftentimes and we, you know, and I know, Ted, you do, too, is building flexibility, into your plans such that when there are changes in the law, you have the means and methods by which to adapt to those changes, whether you have a revocable trust an irrevocable trust, a will-based plan, it doesn't matter. Um, Keep it up to date. That's what matters because out-of-date legal documents uh, can be problematic sometimes. Yeah, they
4: grow old. And, and, you know, this is the type of stuff that we deal with day in and day out is about how to deal with these antiquated documents sometimes and and how best to bring them up to speed with the new laws. And we started off talking about the trusts and the mysteries surrounding trusts. And one type of trust that we've been focused on in particular lately are these standalone retirement trusts that help deal with some of these issues with qualified plans, and and they only deal with qualified plan assets. They don't deal with other assets. They just focus on qualified plans. And the reason why we think that's important is because IRAs and 401Ks and the like have its own taxable uh, requirements and responsibilities that the trustee would have to manage, and we need to make sure that going forward everybody understands the ramifications of how you plan for those and using these new trust instruments for Uh, standalone retirement uh, trust to hold qualified plans is really a a great answer to that question.
3: Oh, they really are. You know, I was describing the uh, retirement plan trust that we do at Greg and Associates as probably one of the most significant planning advances that um, has really come about in the last 20 years, and this is, of course, in my humble opinion, that uh, impact so many of us, average Americans, you know, much of trust law, and there's a lot of areas in the trust law that if you're extremely wealthy, you know, we've got lots of tools and options there, but, you know, many of the trusts that are used uh, for the extremely wealthy, you know, they're... They can't be used. They're not appropriate or whatever for us average citizens, people of average wealth here in King County and surrounds. And so these offer practical solutions that give you the same benefits that, you know, extremely wealthy people have received from other types of trusts. So they really are an amazing tool. So come on out and learn more about uh, your retirement planning and the secure act. And that's going to be, like I said, on March 5th, that's a Thursday in Bothell. Uh, retirement planning and the Secure Act, you can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, click on events. you got to get through the little blue thing there, and uh, then it'll let you register for your free tickets. So, But you do need to get registered, and so yourpartnerinlaw.com will get you there. You can also go to the law firm's website, com, and uh, click on the events there as well, and uh, get yourself signed up. We, uh, we always enjoy meeting you folks out there, and... Uh, hearing from you and uh, learning more about what's on your mind so we can talk about more of the things that are important to you and your partner-in-law. Folks, we'll be right back.
1: Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So, I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So, be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment Consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
0: I have to tell you what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long term care in in. In our retirement, there are so many issues at play. For some people, they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved. And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them. And that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes. And that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up. Seats are limited. So sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. The
1: Secure Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here. Now for some good news. I'm here with my attorney, Rick Gregorick. And, Rick, you're going to be teaching a class, a free class, on
3: March 5th to give people the facts they need. John, this new law affects everyone. The Safe Harbor Conduit Trust are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand new Secure Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets.
1: Register now for Rick's free class on March 5th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. All three classes this year have filled up very fast. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
2: Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770
3: KTTH. All righty, folks, welcome back to Your Partner-in-Law. Hey, get to yourpartnerinlaw.com, get your tickets now so they don't sell out. We always get people calling and saying, do you have any more tickets?
4: Yeah, and the last time at Botha, we actually had to bring in chairs, and they weren't real keen on filling that room up any more than it already was. Yeah, so get
3: your tickets, folks, and that way you got a guaranteed seat. We've had
4: that happen a couple of times now. So
3: yourpartnerinlaw.com, com. Okay. And uh, that's retirement planning in the Secura coming up March 5th. And, hey, for you folks down in the south end, down around Renton, Issaquah, down in that area, we haven't forgotten about you. Coming up a little later in March, a couple of weeks later, we've got an event coming up for you. That will be up on the website soon. But uh, fear not. Um, but for the um, North King County, South Snohomish County, they're in Bothell. Great location. Lots of free parking. Easy to get to. Um, so um come on out and enjoy it. Uh, these are fun events, they're free. Um, lots of information for you to take home to digest and figure out what you're gonna do with that information in your own life, in your own family, in your own situation. Hey folks, if you'd like to talk with Ted or I this morning, we'll go ahead and open the phone lines up at triple eight nine seven three-five four seven six. Little secret, we're live on air. Most of the shows on the weekend are recorded, but we're here so uh triple eight nine seven three five four seven six uh love to chat with you this morning if you have any questions uh, about the secure act or retirement planning in general, you know trust, wills, powers of attorney, health directives, any of that fun stuff, or maybe you got a real estate question, gosh, we'd just like to talk about all kinds of things with you folks or so, a barbecue recipe we'll take those ah, yes, yeah, some barbecue that sounds good we'll too take that but um Wanted to talk a little bit yesterday at Retire Meet, which we, you know, we were talking about a little earlier. Over four hundred folks came out yesterday. What a great event for Retire Meet 2020! And but what, so many questions um, that I received there were. People were just, you know, kind of saying, you know, we hear so much about trust, but you know, we're not. You know, what's true? What's not true? You know, what What? What actually is a trust? And I like to talk to folks that almost all of you the vast majority of you either have had or currently have a trust that you probably don't even put into the context of it being a trust. And so if you've taken out a loan to buy a house you call it a mortgage. But eh, technically it's not really a mortgage. By common law, you know, common usage it's a mortgage. But really what you did when you borrowed money from the bank, the broker, to buy your house, you signed what we call a promissory note. Just an IOU says, you know, dear bank, I owe you $1 million for the purchase of this house, and I'm going to pay you payments at a certain interest rate. And the bank says, well, you know, I'm really glad you signed that promissory note, that IOU. Thank you so much. But we're going to need some collateral And the way we do it here in the West is through a deed of trust. Many people confuse that with being a deed. No, it's not a deed. It's a trust. And in this particular trust, ladies and gentlemen, this is the surprising part for most of you. You, the borrower, were actually what we call the trust maker. You signed that document as the grantor. So you were... The maker. Now, the bank's attorney was gracious enough to write up this trust document for you. But this was you were the maker of this trust. It was your rules, your requirements. And in that document, you said that there will be a trustee, probably a title company, and then the beneficiary would have been the lender, the bank that lent you the money. And this trust that you created, this deed of trust, said if the beneficiary ever comes to the trustee. In other words, if the bank goes to the title company as the trustee and says, hey, the grantor, i.e. the borrower, stops making their payments you can non-judicially foreclose. So you gave the bank the right to foreclose on your property via a deed of trust without the bank having to sue you in court for a foreclosure. So why would you do that? Well, you did that because you said, if I'm giving the bank this privilege of having to avoid court foreclosure then if you do this non-judicial foreclosure you cannot seek a deficiency judgment so in other words if the lender can only sell the house for eight hundred thousand but they lent you a million they cannot come back after you for that two hundred thousand dollar deficiency so it is actually a win-win but it is a trust ladies and gentlemen it's a living trust it's one you did during your lifetime you created it as the trust maker signed it as grantor And there it goes. So, we've all had experience with trust, but nobody, very few people ever put that in context. So, when we talk about the estate planning primary trust, it is a revocable living trust. Just a trust that simply means it's revocable and amendable and changeable. It was done during your lifetime. And that forms the basis of this particular type of trust. But you know, Ted, in trust, there are always three parties, and it's that's what kind of makes trust law unique. Is it's a trilateral contract rather than most contracts are more or less bilateral, two parties involved. So it's really kind of interesting, and they have um, trust have a long, long history. Um, Ted, one of the things that um, I always find interesting is the first use of trust in the United States. Um, probably actually before we became the United States, but back in our early formation days, was the Massachusetts Business Trust, um, which somehow, in some form or fashion, helped create and form our modern corporate law um, and the development of corporations. So, folks, in its simplest terms, a trust is really just a long list of instructions on what the trustee is supposed to do with the assets that a trust owns. And that's a really a key element, Um, Ted. What you know when we're doing trust, talk folks through this funding thing a little bit. Actually, I guess you know what we're going to come off. We're going to take this up after break because it is such a fundamental thing for trust to operate properly. So we're going to talk a little bit about the funding of the trust, and then we'll get back into some of the mechanics on that as we go forward. Hey, give us a call at 888-973-5476. Get your rate on air and get your tickets for retirement planning in the SECURE Act at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We'll be right back.
1: The SECURE Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here, now for some good news. I'm here with my attorney, Rick Gregorick, and Rick, you're going to be
3: teaching a class, a free class, on March 5th to give people the facts they need. John, this new law affects everyone. The Safe Harbor Conduit Trust are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand new SECURE Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets. Register
1: now for Rick's free class on March 5th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. All three classes this year have filled up very fast. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
0: I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us We'll need some form of long-term care in our retirement. There are so many issues at play. For some people, they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved and maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them, and that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up. Seats are limited, so sign up now at 525LongTermCare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go 525longtermcare.com 525longtermcare.com We
2: return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770
4: KTTH with your host Rick Gregorick. Well, I tell you what, it's a little rough getting going this morning, man, after all day yesterday.
3: Yeah, it was a long, fun day, but it's always tiring. But uh, maybe that has something to do with us getting old and tired. But, um, yeah, we, uh, Ted's talking about retirement 2020. It happened yesterday, sixth year in a row. There were over 400 people out there yesterday down at the Bellevue uh, Weston, uh, 200 or plus in the morning, a couple more hundred in the afternoon, a couple different sessions there. What a great event. I mean, you know, this is the fourth or fifth year in a row that uh, Dr. Apollo Lopeski has uh, spoken there on finances. And um, what a delight. This man is a Ph.D. in finance and economics, uh, works for Dimensional Fund Advisors, and um, he can take investing and he makes sense out of it for people. And um, people in there, you know, it's... you just didn't hear a, a a pin drop in the room when he was talking because you know he was just kind of mesmerizing. You know, he's a tall, slender guy, got the shaved head. He's he's brilliant. He speaks well and uh, takes very complex elements of all this complex stuff around investing, yeah. and people get it.
4: That's yeah, a real talent to be able to digest that. He, he's really good. He's... Make it make it actually presentable, you know, which is which is important he and he said this yesterday too. He said I've been to many of these shows where these people will put up these charts and just, I mean, dumb and numb with numbers and things like that. And five minutes into the thing, you have no idea what they're talking about, and you've completely lost track of what was going on. But his was just the opposite. It was done in simple kind of a small PowerPoint presentation with little kind of uh, uh, hand, know, drawings. hand drawings of filling up the boxes and things of that nature. It, it, it was sports. really
3: great. And, of course, all the other folks out there and, uh, you know, lots of interest, uh, you know, on uh, Medicare and all the different options yeah. there. It's uh, I think Medicare is confusing to many folks. It's not very confusing. Not to be, yeah. you know, confused with Medicaid, but just good old Medicare yeah. that everybody has earned uh, through their payroll deductions and everything throughout their life. It is. And all of the different options that people have there between Advantage plans and, uh, you know, the supplement plans yeah. and why do I do this or why do I do that if you take an Advantage plan – they replace Medicare, and that's hard for people to understand sometimes. But, you know, there's clearly no one plan for everyone, which I find yeah. interesting um, when we, we look at this, that, you know, there are, there are those out there that think everybody needs the same health care plan.
1: Yeah.
3: And uh, that's not, yeah, apparently not true, because when given the choice, and I would use Medicare as just an easy option, there are many choices within the Medicare system. And depending on your own particular situation, your health, your financial situation, you know, all these different things, people will pick different planning strategies for their health care, even within the Medicare arena. So um, we do have, you know, differing um, issues in that. And I think that um, health care certainly is a political jogger right now and i uh, i think we're i think uh, this year 2020 is going to be a yeah, very sure. interesting year in dealing with this uh, with the upcoming presidential election uh with uh, bernie uh, really coming out as the front runner in the uh, democratic uh side of the race and of course being a self-proclaimed uh, he calls himself a democratic socialist uh, i think that's a little d and a big s <laughs> but uh We'll have to see what happens there. But, of course, Bernie wants everyone to have Medicare, or I think it's going to be more like Medicaid (laughs) insurance. Um, Scares me. Um, You know, our show is not really political. But the issue that we deal with uh, as individuals and what all of my clients, uh, really regardless of political persuasion, doesn't really matter. When we get down to planning your own personal life. Yeah. It's and, a big hot button for people. And self-care. we need to make yeah. sure that um, you don't let certain political, um, know, let's say the political quagmire, just to say the least, don't let that prevent you from doing what you need to do as an individual yeah. for yourself and your family and making sure that uh, you're insured and things of that nature. Yeah. So take care of business at home. And uh, because a lot of these, uh, this, politics at the national level and this mudslinging it's just that it's mudslinging and um hopefully this too shall pass but uh it's certainly going to be a i think a watershed year um with health care um is really going to get um talked about a lot yeah. and um it seemed you know it's the, the main platform of bernie really is universal health care and um it's going to be interesting to see. Yep. So, we'll um, digress. We'll there, digress. It, it's it's going to get, it's going to get down, and I think it's going to get ugly. But um, we'll just have to hope and see. But regardless of what it is, don't let it impact you as the individual. Take care of your own family, and make sure that uh, you're taking care of business there, and not falling prey to some of the political nonsense that. Um, both sides perpetrate um, on a rather daily basis, <laughs> almost hourly. So live our lives. Uh, we're all individuals. Just remember, and you know, this was brought up yesterday as well, statistics are for, for populations or for very large groups of people to say, well, out of this million people, some percentage will have something happen to them, right? Uh has nothing to do with you as an individual. You just have to be a member of that group. But if you're afflicted, then you're 100%. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay? in. Right. So... Um, we don't know. These things are random and that um, everything we talk about, you know, whether you become disabled or all these things, they're, they're, we know statistically out of a given population, let's say out of the baby boomers, you know, the 75 million baby boomers, we know certain things, but we don't know which one is of us. We just know out of the entire group, we're going to have these certain afflictions of that. Yeah. Hey, folks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
1: Retirement, what does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead?
3: Hi, this is Rick Gregric, founder of Gregric & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning.
1: I'm so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a Partner in Law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com.
0: I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in our retirement, there are so many issues at play. For some people, they can't afford it, and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved. And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them. And that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up, seats are limited, so sign up now at 525LongTermCare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com.
1: The SECURE Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here, now for some good news. I'm here with my attorney, Rick Gregorick, and Rick, you're going to be teaching a class, a free class, on March 5th to give people the facts they need. John, this new law
3: affects everyone. The Safe Harbor Conduit Trust are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand new Secure Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets.
1: Register now for Rick's free class on March 5th. Go to YourPartnerInLaw.com. All three classes this year have filled up very fast. Go to YourPartnerInLaw.com. That's YourPartnerInLaw.com.
2: Now back to Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.
4: That's a little bit better. Get you up and moving a little bit.
3: All righty, folks. Uh, you're listening to Your Partner-in-Law, brought to you by the law firm of Gregorick & Associates. Uh, RJGlegal.com. Check us out. <sighs> Free estate planning uh, consultations, all that fun stuff. Just give us a call. We love meeting you. Make sure you tell us you're from Cairo or KTTH. You're our special folks. Uh, We love talking with you every Sunday morning. Uh, Make sure you get your tickets for retirement planning and the SECURE Act on March 5th there in Bothell. They're free. So uh, get those. It's invaluable information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. Uh, Ted, a little bit earlier in the show, we were talking about trust and the parties to a trust and that they're trilateral agreements, basically, between the maker of the trust, the grantor, the manager, the trustee, and then the beneficiaries, who is the who benefits from the trust. And a key element to all trust is what we call funding, just like a business, just like a corporation. The trust has to own assets in order to control them. And the way we transfer assets into the trust, where the trust either becomes the owner of the asset, sometimes we assign certain assets, or other times we um, might make the trust a beneficiary. Those are all three different things. Talk about this you know, funding and why that's well, so important, Ted. This is how I like to
4: explain it to my clients. When, when, when you have a revocable living trust, or any trust for that matter, you have essentially an empty bucket. And to make that trust function, you have to fill that bucket up. And the process by which you do that is the funding process. And when I talk about funding... In a revocable living trust situation is simply transferring assets from your individual name into your name as trustees of your trust. So what that does is it changes the legal owner of that account, although you are still the equitable owner of that account. But the more you can put in the bucket, the better the trust functions. So like Rick says, typically what we do in these kind of cases is either make the trust the account owner – Or in the case of your home, the trust is the owner of your home. In cases of life insurance and things of that nature, the trust becomes the beneficiary of that policy and is distributed under the terms of the instrument. So yesterday, Rick, I saw a whole lot of people. I talked to a whole lot of people that said, 10 years ago, my husband and I went and formed a revocable living trust And we think we probably need to have it reviewed. And the first question I generally ask is, does the trust own anything? And she looks at me and she says, what do you mean, does the trust own anything? I said, does it own your home? Does it own any bank accounts? Does it own anything? She says, I don't think so. And I said, well, you've done this 10 years ago, and all this time you've been out there with the instrument that you thought would be used to avoid probate, and you haven't put anything in the bucket and she says well isn't that what's the, what the pour over wills for and i said well yes but that's the last document you actually want to be using to fill up the bucket because you have now created a situation where you have both a trust administration going on and a probate going on to put what you should have put in the bucket in the bucket through the probate process
3: well yeah, and that's so interesting because one of the primary advantages or you know a significant advantage of the living trust is the assets that are owned by the trust are no longer subject to probate. So you avoid the cost and timing of probate. But, Ted, you know, it's very interesting when you mention that because I'm I'm racking my feeble old brain here, and I can't come up with which one of these Hollywood celebrities, but somebody over the last year or two had done some trust planning in that, but it appeared that all of the trust funding was going to be done post-death. So instead of having a private estate settlement, Um, All of a sudden, they took what could have been private and they put it into the public arena. I just thought that very interesting. You know, I wanted to make mention, you know, so oftentimes, you know, the celebrities and people like that, we just hear these horrific, either no planning done or such ridiculous planning done or just improper planning done by so many of these celebrities and, you know, movie stars and all these kind of folks and other wealthy individuals. But I did want to mention one thing that seems to be somewhat notable. Mr. Paul Allen, we don't hear about his estate being drugged through the mud, do we? Nope. And that's because I have read. I have no personal knowledge of this because it's private. But I am under the understanding that Mr. Allen uh, used a revocable living trust as part of his estate planning, along with uh, many other trusts that a wealthy individual of his nature would be. But by this, by doing it the way. Mr. Allen did. He was able to keep his affairs private, even though he's a very public man. His public philanthropy is, you know, unprecedented. Everybody in the Seattle certainly knows about, uh, you know, Paul Allen and uh, his philanthropic endeavors, and you know, uh, universally loved. But I guy. think he was a private individual
4: in that Absolutely. regard. Absolutely, right, he sure. was, and Ed wanted to keep it that way, and rightfully so. You know, I mean, it's he's not well, it,
3: he's not unique in that. No, but he – well, he's unique that he does such a great job of planning that yeah. this isn't being drug out and evaluated in the press and through the courts. I yeah. mean, it, it's that's, been kind, it's true. been nice and quiet. You know, kudos. Good and job. And that's the
4: beauty that we always tell the clients too, right? These are private instruments, and they're they're meant to be kept that way. And so that's all the more reason to fund it properly. And this is a big deal, folks. I mean, if it doesn't own anything,
3: it doesn't function, you know? so yeah you know, so so folks trust funding is the number one reason trusts fail to provide optimum results so when you create your own trust whether it's a revocable trust or an irrevocable trust any trust whatever the subject matter of that trust is those assets need to be transferred to it in the proper means. Now we at Gregor & Associates certainly provide assistance to all of our clients in getting this done. It is no small undertaking to fund a revocable that, living that's trust. Absolutely true. It takes some time and there is some work
4: to be done on these things and most people, you know, once they go through that process don't particularly care for that funding process. So no, we, it's
3: you, you do it once and you don't want to yeah. have to go do it again. Yeah, so we absolutely. want to do it once, absolutely. get it done. But the benefits are tremendous. So that's one of those things where the work does pay off in results, but we got to make sure we do that. Hey, folks, uh, get your tickets for Retirement Planning and the SECURE Act coming up uh, March 5th. If they're in Bothell at the Country Inn in Suites by Radisson, 630, go to your partner-in-law, get your tickets today. They're going to sell out. They'll be gone. Talk to you. Or we'll be right back.
1: My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregory. Rick Gregory is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner-in-Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Regrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com.
0: Hey, it's Dory Monson with Brian Ott from 525 Advisors and host of Long-Term Care Radio. And, Brian, we have another great question from a listener. Do I have to move into a nursing home to use my long-term care insurance? You
3: know, Dory, actually, most people start their long-term long-term care journey in their home, and today's plans will pay for that care in your home. The idea of having a long-term care insurance plan is to be able to receive the care you need in the location of your choosing. Plans today are comprehensive, which means not only do they pay for care at home, they'll also pay for care in an assisted living facility, an adult daycare, even a nursing home. By having a plan, you decide where you get to receive care. If you have a question for me, send it to me at 525longtermcare.com. You can also learn about new programs that pay you back if you never use your plan. And you can sign up for one of my free upcoming classes.
0: Dude, my wife and I did. Sign up for one of Brian's upcoming classes. Classes are free, and you'll even get a copy of Brian's book, which has a ton of great info. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com.
1: The Secure Act became law January 1st, and if you have almost any kind of retirement plan or profit-sharing plan, you and your beneficiaries will be impacted. John Curley here, now for some good news. I'm here with my attorney, Rick Gregorick, and Rick, you're going to be teaching a class, a free class, on March 5th to give people the facts they need.
3: John, this new law affects everyone. The Safe Harbor Conduit Trust are a disaster. There's what we call a spousal rollover trap. The elimination of the IRA stretch-out will have a major impact on retirement planning and much higher taxes for your beneficiaries. I'll show people how to avoid the critical errors in planning due to the brand-new SECURE Act. At the class, we'll also be covering all of your estate and elder law planning to help you protect yourself, your family, your business, and your hard-earned assets.
1: Register now for Rick's free class on March 5th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. All three classes this year have filled up very fast. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
2: Return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick
3: Gregorick. Okay, folks, this is uh, Rick Gregorick, Your Partner in Law, right here on Cairo and KTTH every Sunday morning in... uh, we really enjoy talking with you, but we even enjoy meeting you even more out at our events, uh, like we had Retire Meet 2020 yesterday. Over 400 folks out there—gosh, that was exciting—and got to meet so many people and so many different perspectives. And lot—and and what we really like and appreciate is all the questions that you ask us, because that helps us guide us in what we're going to talk to you about. So that was great. We've got uh, retirement planning and the Secure Act. Uh, I like to call it an encore presentation. These have been—we started doing these uh, early in the year because of the tax law change in January 1st affecting all of your retirement accounts. Get this information. It's really important, especially if you're around uh, 68, 69, 70. Um, there's some changes that are you're going to be positive, so make sure you take advantage of those and then make sure that you're looking at where some of the uh, more shortcomings of the act may come back to bite you, but the, the good news is, folks, there are some solutions, there are some opportunities, um, all, all is not lost, um, things are just different now, and I guess that goes for so many things in life, yes. things yes, are different does. now, and uh, so we need to adapt to those things. And, you know, and that was something very interesting um, that was talked about yesterday at Retire Meet is how the markets have changed and how people invest. And, you know, people, um, he used the example of um, Warren Buffett and his early investing days and how, what his strategies were on targeting value companies and and all these things that all of us have really come to learn over the years that created the success for Mr. Buffett. Um, That success probably won't play out today um, because no longer is the U.S. market, um, the only game in town. Yeah, that's
4: very true. And it was really interesting to, over the years to see that progression of of the information age on the impact on investing and how that's really kind of changed the game and and a lot of academic investors versus stock pickers and those kind of things. That was really kind of an interesting history. Well,
3: as that, we were talking about yesterday, you know, a large part of this was the science of investing yeah. and, and the academics, not the marketing, not the Wall Street side, but really the academic side where they 're applying you know advanced mathematics to this and looking at this from behavioral um, perspectives yeah. and this globalization and they they showed kind of a, a a different type of world map, and on that world map it was about forty six percent I believe was United States, in other words, the value of all of our companies was about 46% of the value of all companies in the world. So we're about 46%, just a smidgen less than half. Was that the right number?
4: I believe so. It was was pretty staggering. But but,
3: but, that that means there's 50-plus percent everywhere else. That's right. But no one else has even close to the market value of the companies within their countries. But we want to have you know, these companies that are, uh, are these other countries in our portfolio. He was mentioning last year one of the top-performing countries in the world. You remember what he said it was? I can't remember. but It was Egypt. Yeah. It's- you go, what the heck, Egypt? They even have a stock market? You know, the answer is yes. Yeah. And, um, and, and it, was, it was fascinating, too, on the history of the first stock market. The first stock market way back in Venice in the 1600s had one stock yeah, that was the Dutch Dutch India. Dutch company. India Trading Company. Yeah. And fascinating. And that really formed the basis of our modern day stock exchanges. And it there was just one stock that individuals and beaten in the square and they'd barter and buy and sell the uh the shares to the company without any impact from the company. It's fascinating. Yep. It's just fascinating. That was worth the price of admission um, all in other yeah, of A little history sell. lesson was kind of and, But it, it, it demonstrated the need to have lots of different companies in your portfolio, not just the S&P and things like that. So it was just fascinating to look at that. And if we look at the backdrop of those laws... About the 1600s, 1500s, 1600s, just about the same time estate planning laws were being formulated in England with uh, the statute of wills under King Henry and some of this other stuff. So it was kind of fascinating, the historical perspective on and what's occurred over the millennial now and where we are today and just how vastly different it is. And part of it, Ted, you just alluded to or mentioned was the speed at which information is available now. You know, back in the 1600s, it would would take weeks or months for information to come about about, you know, a company or things of that nature. Whereas today, it's virtually instantaneous. Yeah. So no longer do certain people or that have advantages, you know, your big Wall Street traders and things like that. They don't have the lead time on information that they used to have. I remember back, you know, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, (laughs) I was in college. And, you know, a lot of that was the timing of information that you you had to go to certain brokers because they were going to get information before the public because, you know, back then there was no Internet. We had to wait for printed materials. So at least your days were out of whack with things. But today, with uh, the instant access, it's given everybody more of an even playing field. It has. It's
4: really kind of changed the landscape. And there's a whole body of law, of course, that grew up about insider information and so forth back in the day because that information at the time was kept with a few people, right? Or a few big firms really had the lockhold, for lack of a better word, on that kind of information. And nowadays, it's just not the case.
3: So, you know, it's just fascinating, but it also, you know, it emphasized that, as a society, we're constantly evolving and changing, and then we have to adapt our behavior to those new realities, if you will, yep. these paradigm shifts, if you will. Yep. So um, don't despair. Um, there's more ahead, and uh, we just need to keep moving forward and uh, and keep informed. And this last thing I wanted to talk about just ever so briefly is consumer fraud. We had Herb Weisbaum, uh, the uh, consumer man, uh, on yesterday. And just continuing tales of uh, tales of terror, I guess. Oh, on, unfortunately,
4: uh, of reality.
3: Yeah, where you know the exploitation, and especially of seniors, but all of us. That all of us have had our credit breached. We're all on the dark web. Everybody, there's been you know millions and millions and millions of data breaches uh, through these big data sites. And Experian to, comes to mind, but all the department stores and everything that have been hacked. Folks, protect your information. If you have seniors around. Uh, watch what they're getting in the mail. Make sure they have locking mailboxes. And, young,
4: and young children, interestingly enough, a lot of people carfing their information. Yeah, check have your children's sleigh. credit
3: yeah. and uh, get your credit accounts. Uh, you go online and get them freezed. Go to each credit bureau for that. But you can check... Uh, The Consumer Man out at his websites and that, Herb Weissbaum, easy to find. And, uh, folks, uh, we appreciate uh, talking with you every week, and we appreciate seeing you at our events uh, that we put on. So uh, come on out and say hi at uh, Retirement Planning and the SECURE Act. That's March 5th in Bothell, and we're going to be down Renton Way a few weeks from now. So check out the website, yourpartnerinlaw.com, and get your tickets. We'll be back next week.